Welcome to the Get Busy Podcast, presented by the University of Guam and the School of Business and Public Administration and the Bank of Hawaii Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Join us today as we talk to innovators, entrepreneurs, and socially conscious change makers about their challenges and solutions to help guide you in starting or growing your business or side hustle. Be inspired. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Holly Rustic, and I'm your host today for the UOG BOH Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. I'm super excited today to welcome my guest, Matt Simpson of Green Banana Paper. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce him. So Matt Simpson, a New London, Connecticut native, moved to Micronesia as a volunteer teacher in 2007, and he never left. A keen surfer, Matt wanted to do something to give back to his community that had given him a life he could have only dreamed of. Matt began green banana paper after seeing the lack of job opportunities for his graduating students and the need for sustainable and exportable products from Micronesia. Matt currently lives on Kosarai most of the year and likes to get off island to chase waves around the world. Thank you so much, Matt, for joining me today at the University of Guam. Thank you. Nice yeah. to be here. Yay. <laughs> and we've had the opportunity to kind of get to know each other a little bit over mm-hmm. the last few days. You've been doing a lot here at the center, um, the Entrepreneur Series. You did a, a whole series on From Waste to Wealth, and that was really exciting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we're super excited for you to be here. And you'll also be opening tonight for Startup Weekend, and you'll be one of the judges on Sunday when they close after their 56 hours of yep. <laughs> studying, you know, to yep. actually open up and get pitching for their business ideas. So yeah, I can't super wait. So excited. Yeah. And you're here for Life Teen Expo tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really exciting. November 10th, we're just, you know, super excited to be a part of that with the Small Business Development Center and bringing you out here so you can give a seat talk with for a part of Center for Island Sustainability and to actually judge the pitch tank. Yeah, busy day. Yeah. Exciting day. Yeah. <laughs> So, this is not your first time to Guam, though. No, I've been coming through here in order to go to Indonesia. I've been here for FestPak. I've been here for GMIF and have started to make uh, us friends and family here. So. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, so it's really good. I know, um, you know, as people on the islands, we get to know each other, and Guam is a hub, mm-hmm. you know, for this region. Yeah. So it's great that you can come in and out of Guam. A lot of us, unfortunately, haven't had the opportunity to go to Close Rai yet, though. Yeah. So, well, we have no yeah. choice. If we want to leave, we got to go to Guam <laughs> or Hawaii, and you know. Oh, you have flights straight to Hawaii as well? Yep, yep. Oh, very cool. Yep, those very are cool. our two options. Our escape plans. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, can you just tell me a bit? So I I know I I read your bio, but, um, I mean, this is exciting. People have been talking about green banana paper on Guam for -hmm. quite a while. I've been hearing especially, I would say, in the last five months there seemed to have been some kind of spike I don't know if it was on your social media but all of a sudden something went viral somewhere (laughs) and your name's really gotten around so can you talk about you know um first off what I mean I know teaching kind of led you to Coast Rye volunteering but you know just your experience there and then what trans like or inspired you to start a business well I was uh living out there as a teacher Mm -hmm. and of course uh Salary is low and quality of living is very high, so that's um, it's it's nice. But as you get older and you kind of want to have some financial uh, stability and maybe to make a bigger impact in in the community to give back more, 
Um, I was uh, not wanting to go back to America and get one of those nine to five jobs. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to leave a place with so much opportunity. And when, if you can see the opportunity, there's you know there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw that and and the need for services and um, felt like I could make a much bigger difference in a small community versus anywhere I could probably go and live mm-hmm. elsewhere mm-hmm. and I could I could keep that quality of life really high and that's what's most Im- important for myself to kind of have a nice work-life balance right is to be able to surf right out my front door mm-hmm. you know and uh, not spend an hour in traffic mm-hmm. and kind of get I don't know get the best of both worlds as long as there's internet and mm-hmm. you can stay connected with your friends and family abroad and you end up seeing your family just as much as if you lived a couple hours away. Right. You know? Yeah. And if you have the freedom to travel and can figure out how to travel mm-hmm. cheaply, then it, it's, a, it's a great life. It's paradise if you can handle it. Right. You know? Yeah. I it's, say that. It is the distance. Like you said, you have to come through Guam at, or Hawaii. And so just to give our viewers, our listeners, or our viewers, we're also on YouTube, <laughs> um, a little bit of background about Kosrai. And if they're not familiar, like Guam's about a three and a half hour flight from the Philippines. We're about four and a half hours to Japan. So based on that, and we're about, let's see, seven and a half hours from Hawaii. So yeah. Kosrai, how would you kind of position that? Yeah, Kosrai is about um, a thousand miles east of Guam and a thousand miles north of Auckland, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in this kind of the easternmost part of the Micronesia region, mm-hmm. and we are just next to Marshall Islands and north of Solomon Islands, north of the equator, even. Mm-hmm. Five degrees north, one sixty-three degrees east. Okay, so you're you're very southeast of us. We're southeast, yeah, yeah. very southeast, yeah. Yeah. Near the equator, get a lot lot of rain and mm-hmm. just uh, beautiful, lush, you know, mountainous island, mm-hmm. similar to Tahiti. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that just sounds a mini lovely. Tahiti or mini Kauai. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And how far are you from Australia then? Oh, I don't know. We're halfway between Hawaii and Australia. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. But you can't get direct flights to Australia? Um, Air Nauru comes through, but not to Kosrai anymore mm. because we're such a small island mm-hmm. and they, they lose money just landing and taking off. Yeah. You know, to pick, one time I, I got picked, when Air Nauru was coming to Kosrai, mm-hmm. I was the only passenger to get picked up. Oh, it wow. was like my own private taxi. That's amazing. So. Like, I have my own jet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're out there and just kind of we can back up just a little bit because I think it's so interesting. You're in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. You know, you're working on a degree and mm-hmm. you're saying, okay, I mean, uh, you know, what kind of, where, how did you even find out about Coast Ride? Um, I went to University of Vermont in their uh, secondary education teacher training program and mm-hmm. came out with a license to teach uh, high school social studies. And um, I ended up finding, I wanted to work abroad and I uh, was looking at websites like Escape Artists or, you know, those ones that have job postings from around the world, like uh, teaching is very easy to go somewhere and, and teach English or teach something. So I found uh, World Teach, which is similar to Peace Corps, but it's non, non-government. Mm-hmm. And uh, they offered the a program in Marshall Islands and mm-hmm. being a surfer, Marshall Islands, that was kind of... The, uh, the frontier mm-hmm. and exciting to me and I wanted to learn island life and how to how to like 
you know, uh, open coconuts and spear your own fish and mm-hmm. do that. And I ended up in the Marshall Islands, got accepted to that program with 45 other volunteers who were spread out to different islands. It mm-hmm. was amazing. I made lifelong relationships and um, I ended up getting a job uh, as the world teach field director, the kind of head teacher that would bring it to Koshrai for their first year of that program. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, world teach is no longer uh, serving the Federated uh. States of Micronesia. They, they mm-hmm. chose to focus on only bigger ones in, in Marshall Islands, bigger programs. Mm-hmm. And Peace Corps is even pulled out of Micronesia. Oh, wow. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's big because there was a lot of Peace Corps volunteers in the area. Yeah. So anyone listening out there that's a teacher, uh, Micronesia needs teachers to, mm-hmm. to come in and you can you know have an adventure and an experience mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah try it out great yeah. and that's not the only experience they can have people you also have an internship program yes. at yeah. your factory yeah we, would you like to talk about that a little bit yeah i'd love to mm-hmm. um we are looking for uh skilled people in uh different anything from content creation to marketing to uh, laser cutting to paper making to product development and design and um, factory efficiencies and any any kind of professionals that are out there that are maybe retired and mm-hmm. looking for some way to make an impact on their vacation mm-hmm. or uh, go somewhere for for a while and we're offering uh anywhere from like a one to three month internship mm-hmm. uh, we also do artisan residency mm-hmm. for uh product product development and product base uh experience for Mm -hmm. for artists um working with our staff directly and the internship can be uh doing doing some some tasks that are relevant to your uh, desire and your experience level and um trying to have you uh train and pass train one of our workers Mm -hmm. so that your skills you know your uh, work will continue Mm -hmm. and um we have a two-bedroom apartment in the back that we've built uh, just just for interns and artists and residents, and um, we're hoping to attract people to help with our skills development on the island and help us kind of get to the next level and expand our network and give people an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. Half of the time is required. I require half of the time uh, almost each day to be devoted to having fun. Oh, that's You great. know, so it's yeah. not like... Uh, it's 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 a it's a full rounded experience of, mm-hmm. of what it means to live in the island and mm-hmm. and my goal is actually in that is to make you fall in love with the island so yeah. that you keep coming back. Absolutely, yeah. that's smart. Yeah, <laughs> very wise. <laughs> and it is paid. It's um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, it's a three hundred dollars a month, um, and utilities and and rent are covered. The living living right. uh, space, private living space, and. Just That's have to amazing. Can you survive off of three hundred dollars a month when you have your uh, rent paid for? Because you have your rent and utilities You can, covered. yeah. You can go out mm-hmm. to dinner maybe once or twice a week. To we have mm-hmm. like two hotels, that two restaurants on the island, and um, otherwise you can just uh, live a f- slightly frugally. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's not there's no bars. There's not a lot to spend your money on, and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it goes a long way. It goes a lot farther there than yeah. anywhere else. So there you have it. If you want an opportunity um, to go to Coast Rye, like get there and you will have an apartment and you yep. will have yep. <laughs> some money on Try the side. It like, it's a good deal. Yep. That's a really good package. Do you have a lot of people taking you up on that? Have you had a lot of people come out? So far, uh, we've had two people come out. Nice. We've had about 20 applicants. Wow. And uh, you can apply uh, through a link on our website. Mm-hmm. It's uh, greenbananapaper.com slash pages slash opportunities. Mm-hmm. And it's also a link in the menu bar at the top of the website. 
website, mm-hmm. and it's a Google form application that uh, we're just asking you know the relevant information, and we get right back in contact, and we uh, try to set up a Skype call, a video call, right. to talk more about uh, the program and yourself and if uh kind of a, that, that process mm-hmm. so, so you go through a vetting process we do that yeah well yeah. you know not everyone can handle island life and yeah. we want we live in uh close quarters as well you know yeah. we work together and mm-hmm. we want people to kind of uh be a good fit yeah so, absolutely mm-hmm. that's that's really smart as well yeah so that's great okay so now people are like oh my gosh i want to go to coast <laughs> ride but i don't know what this guy does what is green banana paper we haven't even talked about that yet <laughs> yeah. so let's go ahead and get to that what is the essence of your company what do you create you know right. what do you guys do what is green banana paper <laughs> green banana paper is a sustainably sourced paper that makes a social impact mm-hmm. and our primary purpose is to create jobs on the island, which is the most badly needed thing, and using a sustainable resource, mm-hmm. which most uh, most resources on an island are finite and limited. Um, luckily, we our island is blessed with lots of rain and great soil, and um, we have a lot of banana trees. That's the most noticeable thing that you can pretty much see. We have a lot of fruit trees and coconuts and breadfruit and everything, but bananas are, are uh, truly in abundance. Mm-hmm. I think we have 6,000 people. I think we have well over 250,000 banana trees. And that was a, from a census wow. from like 2012. <laughs> and banana trees uh, rapidly self-multiply. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a spring onion. If uh, When you use it, you got to cut it. Uh, you're, when you chop the uh, banana trees, the banana, when you chop the bananas down to harvest the bananas, mm-hmm. that tree is at the end of its uh, one year life cycle. It's not going to produce another bunch and it needs to be cut down to make room for the keiki or the the babies at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And actually, uh, it self-multiplies in such a perfect way that by the time the the fruits are ready on the mother tree, there's already two out the side that are like four to six months old. Oh, wow. So the next one Mm -hmm. won't take that long. And if you cut that one stem 12 months later, if you want, there'll be a there'll be a tree coming out of that one that you cut right there. So it's right. It's, so you're not killing the trees. It's already at the end it. of its yeah. life cycle. Yeah. No one yeah. knows that, and uh, so pe- sometimes people think that we're killing trees, and we have to kind of explain that. And mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a cool fact. There's a lot of cool facts about bananas that I like to share. I used to teach a whole quarter on uh, the foreign policy of the banana. Interesting. And how the U.S toppled uh, democratically elected leaders and mm-hmm. the inventions around the banana and I can I can talk for hours wow. about it I mean ship to shore <laughs> radio and um, refrigerated uh, container shipping that's all because of bananas wow like railroads to ports and everything was from bananas in and that's mostly in the central Central America area oh, very interesting yeah. yeah so bananas have always been some kind of like sustaining, you know, the economy or sustain is linking people together. That's yeah, amazing. it's one of the most traded things in the world. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I know because even at the store nowadays, you know, you see so many different kinds of bananas too. You know, mm-hmm. you're seeing more and more, yeah. especially here in this area, yeah. but I imagine in Central America as well. Yeah, well, there's huge um, disease problems going on and mm-hmm. probably most of us uh, listening abroad where we, where we don't grow bananas in our region, but we buy them at the store. Yeah. You're not going to be able to buy the Cavendish banana mm-hmm. uh, for, for much longer unless scientists figure out a way to genetically modify it against some diseases. So there's a big um, problem with with 
the future of the banana industry and we're not using I'll, I'll make it clear now because we're talking about bananas we're not using the bananas um the fruits we're using the tree trunk right mm-hmm. so the tree trunks like we were saying need to be cut down and they become a nuisance for the farmers it's bio waste it's very heavy it's full of water uh most people don't use it at all like mm-hmm. the big plantations they don't use it as far as i know they might use it to burn and run you know some kind of steam electricity or something but uh, they're not making value-added products from their agricultural waste so I saw this as a resource that um, could be used and I, it's not my idea I, I originally learned about it through research of uh, Philippines mm-hmm. you know they're way advanced they have uh, abaca fiber research in- institutes and abaca is banana fiber a very strong fiber uh, banana tree that wow. doesn't, doesn't produce fruits. It's just made for fiber, and they're famous for it. That's what Manila hemp is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Have you been there? Yeah. Yeah, I recently okay. went on a surf trip over there, and mm-hmm. I saw all in the village that I went to, I was just over the moon looking at uh, banana fiber hanging down on outside everybody's houses. I was like, oh, i got to move here. Yeah, you know? interesting. It's everywhere, and it's the same thing as hemp fiber. Mm-hmm. It's in the bass fiber family. Okay. So people can... Um, make the same kind of, uh, you know, things with hemp. Yeah, you can make clothes. Yeah. Yeah, so many different things. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then, so you guys, you you harvest the tusk, I guess is what they're called. The trunk. Trunks. Yeah, the, the trunks. trunk. We, we take the trunks, we buy them from over 100 farmers on the island, which is basically, like, almost every family. Mm-hmm. And that was the goal. Yeah. And uh, so spread revenue for, for almost every family on the oh, island. That's so cool. Just, just a little bit. You know, I, we directly employ uh, 35 people right now. Awesome. And uh, we indirectly su- support over... You know all their family, their mm-hmm. and their all these farmers. So we collect it from them. We have a fiber processing little house that's simple with a, a machine that helps us do that efficiently. Mm-hmm. We um, chop it, boil it, put it in these pulping machines that we had custom made for us down in New Zealand, mm-hmm. and then we put it into a um, kind of vat of water and do the uh, Nepalese handmade paper style, which is on screens, and then uh, we dip the screen in a in a vat with pulp in it, and mm-hmm. we these skilled paper maker guys now they're making beautiful beautiful world-class paper and we dry that in the tent then we uh gonna decorate it or cut it chop it we we have uh we've been gradually you know advancing our equipment and techniques and turn it into high value products hopefully that are shippable yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that, you know, you just actually gifted me, so thank you again, yeah. with a wallet and a passport case. And I was like, this is so cool. I mean, it's just beautiful. The mm-hmm. The stitching is gorgeous. It's really soft. I mean, it's just really high quality. And I love it that it's coming from this little island, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just the quality is there. Um, and I know you were talking about that at the Entrepreneur Series the other day that you've had a lot of challenges with quality and you yeah. finally kind of hit your kind of groove with that. And, yep. you know, so can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we, we started out with... Um kind of like an electronic cutting machine. Then we would uh, hand score and fold and uh, glue our wallets. That was our first wallets that you can find on Kickstarter. We did a whole Kickstarter thing. Nice. Uh, we used some of that money and from Kickstarter. Uh, it was successful. We were able to, to um, get a lot of sales from that. Mm-hmm. But we used that money to buy five industrial sewing machines mm-hmm. and also hire the sewers. Mm-hmm. So... 
um, now we've, we're not using any glue. We're uh, sewing them just like you do with leather wallets. Mm -hmm. And okay. that's, um, we, we kind of started marketing it as banana leather, leather in quotations, you know. Mm -hmm. And as a vegan um, leather substitute in certain uh, situations, we get contacted all the time from uh, material colleges and you know young entrepreneurs that are uh, excited that they found a sustainable leather for shoes and things and uh, our name is Green Banana Paper so we're you know paper mm -hmm. paper shoes don't really work yeah um, right. and belts and things so we're focused on small items that require as little paper as possible um, and have a are very functional mm -hmm. as well as you know beautiful. Um, yeah, we're trying to create a great product, and Wallets has was the first one that we 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 got to, and now we have a laser cutter um, recently that we were able to purchase, and that's um, made that's stepped up our quality like crazy because we do um, the engraving, cutting, and score lines all in one go. It's all perfect, oh, nice. and it's all quicker even, and uh, we can do our own packaging and prototyping and mm -hmm. retail displays and. Um, when you brand the banana paper, it looks really cool. When you burn and like laser engrave it, mm -hmm. it looks really beautiful and it's simple and elegant. Yeah. And we're going for eco luxury. Yes. So that we and can. And your products do look like that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, definitely looks like yeah. something you could see in GQ or something. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. And the the reason we have to do that mm -hmm. is we're not trying to compete with. A, a mass manufactured factory like maybe you'd find in China or Thailand where um, they're selling tens of thousands of units of something and and getting pennies or you know arguing over pennies we since since we know like the end value of of what our product could be um, and if we can guarantee the good customer service and the quality um, then we should uh, tell our story and justify the value of and let our customers justify the value mm -hmm. of of our product so that we can pay our uh, staff more i love that yeah they're There's no struggling point in coming down with your price when you have a quality product and it's so socially conscious and eco-conscious it's very yeah it's know. tough it's a balance you yeah. have to get more efficient yourself mm -hmm. as yeah. much as possible to drop the the, the cost but um yeah, it's it's a it's hard. Yeah, it's difficult. So, what are all the products that you currently have that you currently sell? So, if somebody went to see Green Banana Paper and they wanted to scroll your Instagram or go on your website, what would they see? Yeah, um, right now we have we're we're even paring down our designs. We're uh, simplifying our amount of products we're offering. And mm -hmm. uh, since I've been talking about this laser engraving and how beautiful and elegant it is getting. Um, we're, uh, January 1st, we're just funneling, paring down our, our, uh, offerings to natural, uh, men's and women's wallets, a slim wallet design and a passport jacket. And we're going to keep designing like phone case type stuff and portfolios and high value paper products that people want, would use when they want to make a statement or show like, you know, um, Paper is important to in certain situations still. Right. And everybody absolutely. thought paper would kind of go away with the with the internet, and it hasn't. <laughs> and it's right. it, when you when you get a letter in the mail or you get a postcard from somebody, it's like really special. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, it's even more special. So um, yeah, we're gonna 
find our supporters, find our customer base, and and make what they're asking for. But right now, wallets um, and business cards. Yes, beautiful business cards. Yes. And you can even, so say for my business, if I said, hey, Matt, I want you to make me some um, business cards, you could do them for me, and I could even keep a little bit of your branding on there just to support you, right? There's some kind of seal that would yeah. be on there. So. Yep. Right. Yeah, it's uh, just basically a recycle symbol explaining it's a banana fiber paper card. It's eco-friendly. It's uh, sustainably produced in in Micronesia, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of makes a statement about who you are and what you care about exactly. when you give it to someone, and right. it it sets you apart. And yeah. what about stationery? So you said we could also do paper. Can, but uh, it's it's an expensive thing okay. that we don't. We don't often produce. Okay. And I like that you also work a lot with larger companies and say if they want to get their employees Christmas gifts or something like yes. that, they can go to you and have you, you know, kind of get that whole thing done for them so they can do something special. Yeah, every company mm-hmm. needs um, Christmas gifts and client appreciation gifts. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the catalogs, it's not, you know, yeah. it, everybody knows it came from a catalog. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's hard to find good gifts. Mm-hmm. And um, we're... We're, we're a thoughtful gift. Yeah, so, very thoughtful. And we're, we're easy to work with. We're professional with a full graphic design studio, and we, we, um, we supply, like, digital uh, art proofs and mm-hmm. do it the professional way, yeah. you know? So people, it's, <laughs> right. it's easy for them, and it's mm-hmm. easy for us. And, um, yeah, we, lo- we look forward to getting more larger clients that would help, help okay. support us. But even the, the you know... Just anyone could go even on Amazon because you supply to Amazon so they could buy that way as well and they could get an individual product. Yeah, if you're in the States and Mm -hmm. you want it in two days, then uh, Amazon, if you want it in like four days, uh, you can order from our website also. We Mm -hmm. have that in effect now. Nice. Not not, that was like the last couple of months we've gotten that worked out. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. That's a big thing. (coughs) Excuse me. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So, um... Yeah, so now that we, since we're at a university here, I just mm-hmm. want to talk about, and you had your degree in education, so can you just kind of talk about, like, what course would, like, has helped you the most, right, in mm-hmm. your business, and maybe what course do you wish you would have taken that could have really helped you? Hmm. Well, you know, you're asking a teacher, so... Yeah. <laughs> I guess, actually, I, I've done a lot of... A lot of teaching and, and skills training with with hand you know with my staff and just um, using those kind of principles of of multiple there's multiple types of learners uh, how much can someone actually focus you know and mm-hmm. what what would help them throughout their day with um, you know just we got them a ping pong table to play at break times and lunch oh, uh, nice. the, other, the other week and mm-hmm. that's just kind of a fun way to blow off some steam and mm-hmm. kind of fo- refocus better when they come back, you know? Yeah, just like kids. Yeah. They need recess, right? We're all uh, kids. We're all big kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so that's really interesting. I love that just the methodologies of teaching and the philosophies and the approach has helped you become a good manager and a good owner because you have to helped. work with people. Yes, very so, much so. What, that's awesome. But yeah, what what do you wish you would have taken or what would you encourage people, you know, if they're in college right now and they're looking at opening a business at some point, what would you kind of like say, hey, you know, you might want to take this one, like nudge, nudge? 
I would go based on the the, the teacher. I would mm-hmm. probably uh, say f- find a mentor while you're in college, and that will just get you like three or four steps up compared to everybody else. And I wish I had mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a to help great, me. great example. <laughs> no, I love that you said that. Yeah. It's not necessarily a course. It's not, it's yeah. Find a good teacher that can be a mentor. Yeah, you can teach yourself all kinds of stuff. I mean, you don't even, you can just learn everything on YouTube, which is actually how I learned how to make paper. I wow. learned everything on YouTube and Google. You yeah. Know? Um, and, but but the the advice from people is can be very valuable and mm-hmm. um, having good mentors and, Learning from them mm-hmm. gets you, I mean, that's that's worth gold. Yeah. Do you have mentors now? Um, I'm, I'm beginning to identify mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and I, I'll, I'll learn as much as I can from someone who I, I find that, oh, wow, I really love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But um, once I figure out, okay, how can I apply this to myself or my, my life and um, try to do that, I, I look for the next one. You know, yeah. there's, right. there's just so much that you could learn. That's so you good. You never want to stop learning. And it's nice to find someone like a few steps ahead of you. So it's not so dramatic and it's yeah. a little bit more practical. And then when you get there, yeah. you, like you said, then you have to find the next one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they can be your colleague at that point, but you still need to keep lifting yourself up. Yeah. And go a few, who's well, a few steps more now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You mm-hmm. keep learning new things and. Um, if you're the entrepreneur, then you're dealing with every single problem that comes up and uh, all the problems are new problems, you yeah. know, and if it's an, if it's not a new problem, then you should probably hand that off to somebody else to deal with and teach, you know, and so that you can focus yourself on the new problems. Mm-hmm. And so you're ending up to be constantly learning as yeah. an entrepreneur. And I just love, I mean, it's a totally different culture, but now it's, it's a part of you. You've been there for quite a while, you know, I'm yeah. sure you've, and, and, but you still, you have extra challenges that may not be as apparent like in mainstream u.s because i mean just shipping is one huge thing you know and different things different cultural characteristics or just not the the ease um in the states you know of getting things i don't know the internet goes off out sometimes or it can be slow yeah so i mean there's a lot of different challenges so i just really commend you for how far your business has gotten and you were sharing with me that you're in your fifth year right you're Mm -hmm. you're entering in and i'm just like wow that's so amazing so can you just tell just um i know we're gonna wrap up here but um just yeah what's the future look like for green banana paper international business development um educational materials for sharing our model uh, once we really nail it down and we can we've already come a long way and we'd like to kind of package package that up and share it with all the people that are asking and coming to our site and asking about you know how can I use my banana trees in my yard because the whole equator is not a very wealthy place you know around Mm -hmm. the world and that's where all the banana trees are and small island developing states and um, you don't have to have plantations to, to like cre- make some paper and paper is so basic and, mm-hmm. uh, something that's just, uh, able to be made into so many different things and provide, you know, so many needs for life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, I love that. And I love that you're doing consulting. So those of you who are listening, if you're thinking, I mean, especially like you said, around the equator, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're thinking, well, we have bananas in our backyard and all yeah. over the place. 
contact Matt. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can know? reach out to me. Yeah. I'll probably right now, since we're not ready, I'll probably just say, hey, you can read everything on our website. Yeah. Um, until that time when we're ready to actually uh, share stuff. Right. You know? Yeah, get on his wait list for sure. <laughs> um, that would be great. And where can they find you? Uh, we're at at Green Banana Paper mm-hmm. on all things, uh, greenbananapaper.com and Instagram and Facebook. Nice. Yes, and on YouTube. You can see our videos, and we'll have some new stuff coming out um, this spring, and hopefully we're hiring content creators and videographers and full-time people to work with us because um, it's really important to put out daily mm-hmm. you know, content and right. uh, add value, give value to people. and. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, yeah, we're going to have a whole f- uh, push on that for the whole next next year. That's amazing. I yeah. mean, just the way the internet has, I mean, without the internet, how difficult. You can't, just, you can't, can't do yeah. this without the internet. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that yeah. you can get on social, and that's how you've been able to scale worldwide. You were sharing that your products are in many different countries around the world. Yeah. So do you know how many? Uh, it's like over 40 now, wow. I think. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. So, yeah, you guys, please go and check out uh, at Green Banana Paper and look at the beautiful products that Matt and his team put together. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you so <laughs> much for coming on this podcast and being on Guam. We're really excited about you being here. So I hope you feel the love from the island. Yep. And, um, yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll continue to work together, I'm sure. So any questions that you have, again, yeah, please reach out to Matt um, and just see what he's doing and give him some, some hearts and some thumbs up on his picture and follow him along as as he goes on this journey because the social and environmental effects that you're having, not only on your island, but across the world, it's really dramatic. So once again, I just commend you and your team for what you're doing. Thank you. You're very welcome. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We want to thank our sponsors, the University of Guam, the School of Business and Public Administration, and the Bank of Hawaii Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. If you would like to be a guest on the Get Busy podcast, please email us at uogc4ei at gmail.com. To follow our journey and get behind-the-scenes insights and updates, please visit us on Facebook at UOGC4EI and on Instagram at UOGBOH. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and get new episodes delivered to your app every month. Thank you again for listening. Now go get busy.